Welcome and thanks so much for tuning in today. Here's the thing, you guys. This is what you need to know about more Jody. I'm the girl who says what everyone is thinking, unapologetically myself, all the time. The goal of this podcast is to help you go unfiltered. We use so many covers to hide our true selves, and it's time to stop living your life according to what the ideal police think you should be doing and step into who you were created to be. More vulnerable, more authentic, and more free. You guys, there is no better way to wrap up the month than a fantastic conversation with your two best friends. The great news is nothing is off the table because they know all of your secrets. So I'm super pleased to introduce you to Heidi and Amanda. Heidi is a retired teacher, mother of three precious kiddos. She lives for coffee, comedy, pranking people, and having challenging conversations. Amanda is a makeup artist by trade who's now basically managing divisions across Western Canada for a high-end cosmetic company. We always joke that she's going to be the accidental CEO. I'm the one trying to be the CEO, but it's definitely going to be Amanda who just keeps getting promoted. She's a dog lover turned cat mom. She loves Hawaii, Nutella, and she's a proud member of Bachelor Nation. So I hope you enjoy this fun conversation with two of my absolute favorites. Hey, 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 welcome back to the More Jody podcast. I'm here today with Heidi Seifert and Amanda Payne. How are you girls doing? Hey, good. We're good. 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 Happy Valentine's Day. <gasps> Happy Ish. Valentine's Day, my besties. Valentine's it's going to be Valentine's Day, Day yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're recording this for actually the 10th. Happy February 10th. You've made it through and you are in the most depressing time of the year. And we're here to spread a little joy, a little warmth, and a little love to brighten up February. It's true, hey? Yes. Yeah, I, I thought January's the worst, but maybe. No, that's why they, they put do reading say, week in February because of suicides. Uh, yes, and they do say that. most breakups happen between January and before Valentine's Day. It's because guys are cheap. Let's be serious. Oh man, I hope I don't get broken up before February. I'll be so sad. <laughs> that would be really sad. Okay, ladies. So today we're talking everything: bad dates, good dates, um, cheap dates, dates on a budget, mm-hmm. um, kid dates, rom- romantic situations, chocolates, cards, all that jazz. But to start us off, we thought, well, we have to make Amanda's dreams come true. And she's wanted to talk about love languages for the last five episodes or whatever it is. So <laughs> only because fine. mine keep changing, apparently. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I think is I the have topic. them all. Well, you can, you can kind of think that. I actually did a quiz um, on fivelovelanguages.com tonight. And you can do a quiz as a single. You can do it as a couple. There's a quiz for kids. Um, oh. Yeah, so I actually did that. So people should go check that out. Um, the book's by Gary Chapman. First of all, girls, what are your love languages? And then I'll kind of explain to everybody what they are. So definitely, I think mine's tied between gifts and quality time. Just hang out with me and buy me things. That's <laughs> all you need to do. That's it. That's yeah. funny. What about you, Hyde? Well, I knew for sure mine wasn't physical touch. Because, <laughs> yeah, okay, but I think mine is for sure gifts, obviously. And I didn't, this one I didn't know because I like words of affirmation, I love being affirmed, 
but I don't really like to give that gift. And I feel like if it's your gift, you probably like speak that language. So you give it to other people. And I don't feel like I'm very good at that. So I feel like maybe then acts of service because I'm better at that, but I don't know. It'd be for sure gifts. I knew that one hands down, but either some, I think it's either acts of service or words of affirmation, but definitely gifts. <laughs> so you're basically think- Amanda. You're like, I have them all. <laughs> Hence why we're besties. You know, That's I right. think you can, you to receive a love language different sometimes than you give it. Right. But I feel like lots of times, like the things like I love gifts, I love surprises. I love like acts of service. So when I think of like how I can bless someone or how I can love on someone, I go to those things all the time. Like, I'm like, Oh, what can I buy you? What can I do for you? How can I stroke your house and surprise you? And so I feel like you speak those languages and that's where sometimes it's hard if you're loving on someone who has a different love language than you, because it's Mm -hmm. like not reciprocated or it's not well received, I guess. You're like feeling like you're not hitting the mark or whatever. Yeah, totally. What's yours, Jody? Mine is, I went on my, when I did the quiz, it said words of affirmation was 37%, which was funny. And then Hmm. physical touch was 17. And then the rest is the rest of the math was just kind of spread out. Um, Hmm. But I definitely like, I touch people because I think they need it, which is so funny. Like I touch people at the office because I'm like, you need this. Okay. You need human touch, especially right now you need my microbes because you're dying of the, how sterile everything is. Um, But truthfully, I actually think, yeah, words of affirmation and definitely, I, I just love to touch people. I don't know why make them uncomfortable. Yeah. But if that's like how you love on people, it's probably your love language. Like you probably like to receive that too, I would think. Yeah. And I literally hugged like 177 people in my wedding receiving line. Once I saw you kiss your uncle. So on the lips. (laughs) (laughs) I actually wanted to bring back the cheek kiss and I decided I was going to bring that back the year of COVID. And then I was like, oh, geez. It was like, God was like, no, Jodes, no one needs this to come back. No one needs the cheek kiss. But I do. I love I love to hug people. I love a kiss on the lips. I kiss my mom and dad on the lips still. I kiss my kids on the lips. I don't kiss my brother-in-law. I don't kiss my brother. I kiss my Uncle Dale. I kiss a lot of my uncles. I saw you kiss an uncle. At the <laughs> no, he was like a third cousin. And I kissed him okay. and I was 19. And Heidi's like, who was that? I'm like, oh, he's like, he's like my mom's cousin. He's like my mom's second cousin. And she was like, why did you kiss him on the mouth? I'm like, oh, it's my cousin Brent. Before we all kiss on the mouth. She was so weirded out. Oh my gosh. You guys are so weird with your families. I would never kiss my family on the lips. I'd kiss your family on the lips, both of you. (laughs) (laughs) I love your families. You wanted to see I physical touch is so at the bottom of my pole that I barely kiss my own husband. Well, you should put that on your to-do list because it's probably Which on is his really to-do not. list. As we'll talk about, we'll realize that that's his first one. So it's right. Just- so then, what are your spouse's love languages? Because this is where it gets interesting. Let's explain oh, wait, or- it first for the people. Okay. So words of affirmation, like it sounds, um, encouragement, affirmation, appreciation, um, empathizing with someone, listening actively. You know, when you can tell someone's like really with you. I love those people. And then actions a person could take with that person is an unexpected note, text or card, a genuine encouragement from somebody that really means it. And then things to avoid, it says criticism that's not constructive, um, not recognizing or appreciating their efforts really hurts them. And then the physical touch is nonverbal 
body language and touch to emphasize love. And it says hug, kiss, hold hands. I feel like they probably don't need to make this list. Hug, kiss, hold hands, show physical affection regularly, make intimacy a thoughtful priority. Oh, everyone should make that a thoughtful priority anyway. Um, And then things to avoid, physical neglect, long stints without intimacy, receiving affection coldly. Then your favorites, receiving gifts. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the worst. I feel like I don't value gifts at all. And I just don't think anyone should. I'm very judgy about it. So then I feel like I don't give you guys gifts except when it's like just rude. So rude. Cause I love you so much. And I need to show you that the way you receive it. Hand me a diamond. That's what I'm talking about. It's give thoughtful gifts and gestures. Small things matter in a big way. Express gratitude when receiving a gift. And then things to avoid would be forgetting a special occasion, unenthusiastic gift receiving. So, Mm -hmm. right? Because that, like, much like the Yeti mug, which is going to come up now on every episode. (laughs) I was like, oh, Heidi's like, do you love it? I was like, not really. Um, I'm the worst. Okay. And then quality time. So uninterrupted and focused conversations. One-on-one time is critical. And that's where you work to create special moments, take walks, do small things with your spouse or your loved ones. Weekend getaways are a big deal for people. (laughs) This is their love language. And then things to avoid would be distractions when you're spending time together, like Heidi falling asleep while Amanda's making her watch Frozen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The last one is acts of service. So this is a really interesting one. I have a few friends um, who do this so well. One is my friend, Andrew, I'll say, because I'm going to give a shout out to Andrew Hogg. Um, But he loves everybody by doing stuff. Like he comes to our house on the island and pretty quickly I'm like, Andrew, he's like, you got it. I'll fix that. I'll fix that. I'll fix that. And he just kind of goes around and makes everybody's life better. Um, Oh, that's like my dad. That is your dad. I love that. That's probably probably a big dad one. Right. Mm-hmm. Like how yep. do you love your kids? Right. When you don't want to buy them gifts or tell them that <laughs> you love them. <laughs> Maybe that's not funny. Okay. There's <laughs> a tender, uh, tender topic. Um, so acts of service, um, do chores to get for that person, make them breakfast in bed, go out of your way to help alleviate their daily workload. And then use action phrases like I'll help so that they know that you're partnered with them. So it sounds like it's a really, Oh, that's totally my love language. Heidi, no, with them all. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I said, I thought that was my love language, but I wasn't sure. But I think when you read it, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's my love language. Well, so then it says things to avoid would be making the requests of others a higher priority. So like, I guess if your husband was making other people's requests higher than yours, right? Um, Mm. Lacking follow through on tasks big and small. So those are the five love languages. And I've heard people say several times that they think food is a love language. Oh, heck yeah. I know. And I, cause I would say that's mine. Cause I love to, I love to feed you. Like you girls come here and I'm just like, what can I even make for you? I get so excited. But that's acts of service. Don't you think? No, I don't want to like wash your car. <laughs> no, I know. But you want to make me a meal. I don't want to make anyone a meal. Even if you had a baby, I'm like, oh. maybe I'm not acts of service. I don't know. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I love to make people a meal. Remember last year when I made that guy like five meals and his family and then oh, yeah. I felt so stupid because I went so far over the top because <laughs> I just was like so overzealous. <laughs> so that was embarrassing. I come to your house. I'm like, where's the five meals? I'm so confused. Yeah. No. I'm like, what? I'm like, no one died. Me? No, you have to, someone has to die for me to do go so far over the top. I like filled their freezer. I was so embarrassed. Probably thinks I'm such a weirdo now. Sweet. 
Um, no, probably so still eating it. <laughs> <laughs> and what's so embarrassing is it was kind of bland because I made double meals of everything. So we had extra meals. And then I was like, this is so gross. That's such a disappointment. So they probably don't like me at all. Um, okay. So what are your spouse's love languages? Talk a little bit about how it works for you. Well, see, this is what I thought was interesting because Ryan's love language is physical touch and quality time. So like my two absolute lowest ones. And so I think it's interesting because we speak totally different love languages and it's almost like we, it's almost like as if you spoke a different language to someone, it's like, doesn't resonate. So I'll do something for him. I'll like buy him a gift and like surprise him and like show it to him. And he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Which you said, if like the thing not to do to someone who loves gifts is to not be super excited when they give you one. So he's like, Oh yeah. Wow. Thanks. But what he really wants me to do is like sit and talk to him and spend the evening with him without looking at my phone. And I'm like, but I just like got you a gift and made you a meal. <laughs> like, like that's a sacrifice so, I can't make today. <laughs> totally. And so it's just funny because you're like speaking a different language essentially than the person you love the most. And it's funny because I remember one time specifically sitting on our staircase and being like, what is happening here? And so I said to him like, how would you feel? that I, like, if I did something for you that would make you feel the most loved in the whole world, what would it be? And he was like, if we like spent the evening just like talking and like sitting next to each other and like talking, I was like, what? He's like, what would make you feel the most loved? And I'm like, if you got up before me, like made me a breakfast. Oh yeah. Probably had a gift on the side with it. (laughs) Then like cleaned it all up, did the laundry. And then like, I had nothing to do for the whole day and you did that. And it's just so funny because he would never think that that would be meaningful to me because it wouldn't be to him. So it's yeah. funny because it's like, it doesn't resonate with someone when you're speaking a different language with them. Just like if you really spoke a different language to them, it's like you totally miss it, which is mm. like, so this year was funny because my love language is like gifts and surprises. And I really wanted a pair of Blundstone boots. So he got them for me after like a ton of like begging and him saying like, no, 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 I'm not getting them. And then he wrapped it under the tree but didn't put a tag on it. And so then I was like, well, what's this gift? Like whose gift is this? I don't remember wrapping this. I, I, I can't bring this with us. Like, what if I, what if one of my nephews opens this and it's not for him? Like, so when Ryan turned around for five seconds, I opened the thing up. Then he was like devastated that I ruined the surprise, but I'm like, Oh my goodness, that is not how you do a surprise. Like you have to do something elaborate, like make up a story about where that gift came from or something. But it's like, it's just so funny because it was like, (laughs) Oh my goodness. Anyway. Also, was, you hate surprises. I love them, but I always ruin them. I love them. I like so you, you would surprised. like to not know what your Christmas gift is? Well, I love, <laughs> I would, I would. She just both. wants to know which, which of the Christmas gifts she wants is under the no, tree. No, I want a, I want a surprise and I want all the gifts I also want. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're so funny. When you said that, so I'm like, you are, do not like surprises. You want to know all the things all the time. That's so funny. I, I really want to like surprises. I want to want surprises, but I just always accidentally ruin them. See, this is what's precisely so funny is that we don't even know what we are. And we're like, honey, figure me out and just be awesome. And yet we're like, I don't know. Like, I love this, but not that, but not this, but that. Right? Like, it is very <laughs> confusing. I'm like, no wonder guys totally. are always like, 
don't know. Can't figure this out. Oh my gosh. What about you, Amanda? So Jeremy's love language is thankfully quality time, which is awesome because we just want to hang out with each other all the time, which is good. And for most people who know us, I would say most of you guys know that like me and Jeremy are always doing stuff together and hanging out and like we just like to be with each other a lot of the time. Like I love it. Um, so that's really good. But his second one or one of his main ones also is physical touch, which isn't mine. And I don't mean in like a super sexual way. I just mean in like, like we are watching TV and like, if my hand is not like on his leg or his neck or just crumbling his arm or, you know, something like that, he's like, you know, like, why don't you touch me? And I'm like, cause I just want to sit here. I don't want to move. I want to lie here and not move for hours and then like you know just like walking around or in the car you know touching my leg or put my hand on the stick shift with him or touch my neck like that it's always just like touching and if I'm not touching him I think that's like obviously him feeling as though you know I don't want to be around him or touch him or love him or any of that kind of thing so it's really difficult and I'm definitely not like a PDA girl like I don't like to you know a what girl like or hold hands PDA. PDA. The personal PPA. display of affection. I thought she said PPA. I was like, <laughs> PPE. No. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's if, and it's always been like that. Like since we started dating, it's been like that where he would just touch me and kiss me and make out with me in the corner where I'm like, oh my gosh, don't look at me too long because I feel awkward, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it's really interesting, but it's very interesting. Or his is also where mine is gifts. I, I also love to give gifts, but I also love to, to receive gifts too. His is like, he, he's just like you, Jody, absolutely found no purpose in gifts. Could care less if he was ever given a gift for the rest of his life. Uh-huh. And so sometimes that's been really hard because <laughs> I'd be sad about that. Oh. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, just forward them to me. Thank you. You know what? Um, I don't think though the gift thing is like, I don't think Amanda and I are like completely materialistic and it's just like, we just want stuff it's like the idea behind gift giving and like finding something for someone that they would love that would make them feel special that they would just be like oh my word you really thought about me when you bought that it's yeah. not about just getting stuck yeah right? I know. it's not I'm about no it. materialistic it's about like yeah it's about the thought that goes into it I think and hence why if you listen to the previous podcast when I got Bibles categories, it wasn't about the thought, even though he thought it was about the thought. So it's very interesting. But one, one particular instance, I, I remember for his birthday, I planned this entire trip. We were going to Disneyland. It was a surprise trip to, to California and this whole thing. And I made this beautiful scrapbook and it was all about this thing. And he opened it up and he's like, so we're going on a trip. And I was like, what? He was like, okay, cool. And I was like, are you kidding? Like if somebody ever surprised me with a trip because traveling's the best, I would lose my mind. And so it's things like that in the past. I'm like, oh yeah, I got you a trip. And you were like, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been, uh, it's kind of been a challenge throughout, you know, marriage and life, how, how you guys, you know, help each other out and show love in different ways. So he likes quality time, but didn't want to go away. No, he did want to go away, but he like, didn't care to get it for his birthday. Like he was like, Oh, we could have just planned a trip. And like, you know, yes, he obviously wants to spend the time with me and like all of, all of that and go away and be together. But it was just like, he could have cared less that I like did a whole big thing. Yeah. He would have just like to have planned it it with you just as well. Totally. Yeah. That's exactly, I guess. That's interesting. I I have, gotten him some pretty wicked gifts that have surprised him and the reaction is like such a letdown (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Well, and, and even how it says here on this thing that I printed that it's about creating special moments together. So it must be that the, cause Jonathan too, he doesn't want to be surprised even though his is quality time, but he like, he wants to plan it together. He wants to, and that says that in here. So it must be part of it that it's, it's not just about, um, it's about like the action of making those plans together maybe because mm-hmm. when you're sitting there, that's really intentional too, right? Um, mm-hmm. I would say, but yeah, Jonathan's is quality time and physical touch. And it's funny because he just wants me to sit down, <laughs> which if you know me, is like <laughs> me the opposite too, of what I do. I know everyone would like me <laughs> We to sit all down. want you to sit down. <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like, sometimes it'll hit like nine o'clock and obviously I'm a mom and a working mom and a mom who wants everyone to be healthy. So I like come home, finish. Well, he does most of supper, but I like finish supper. Then I set the coffee pot for the next day. Then I make smoothies for everybody. Then I'm doing like all these different things. And then like, I, I have to realize sometimes I'm like, I have not sat down. And then that means I haven't sat by him and he's so good and like so forgiving. And, um, now the NHL's start kicking up today, which, uh, Jonathan couldn't believe Amanda that you were missing the Euler game right now, by the way. I didn't realize when I committed to today at eight (laughs) o'clock, but don't worry, I got my app streaming on my phone. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She'll be gone in a minute here. You're so funny. So yeah. So no. Um, so it was funny where, where like, he just wants me to sit beside him and I am obsessed with cooking. And so that's the thing too, is like in the kitchen is like my happy place. Right. And that's probably how I serve others through food. Yeah, it's messy because I'll, all I want to do is keep like making him and baking him things and he doesn't even care about food. I know because then you're like, but I could sit with you, but wouldn't you love it way more if I went and made you something? And yeah, he'd be like, no. He's like, no, that's I don't like, care. Like, yeah, Ryan's like, just like, let's just hang out and like watch a movie. And like, I'm like, but why? I could like make your lunch right now and like make your breakfast and go do the laundry. Like, wouldn't you feel so loved? And he's like, no. <laughs> well, and I'm like, I could go make us a, chai, a fresh chai and pumpkin muffins. Why don't we sit down and eat that while we watch, some, right? Like, it's so dumb. Yeah, totally. He's like, he's like, I don't care. Just be with me. So it's good, actually, because it's even good for my physical being to just sit. So it's good. I try to, like, be really intentional about it now. We went away this weekend, and we just sat. Like, we just we didn't just sit, but we relaxed a lot. <laughs> and so that was really good. But, yeah, definitely mine's words of affirmation, and I get told I'm pretty, like, once a year. So I just hold out for that one time. <laughs> oh, you are so pretty. <laughs> gorgeous. Thanks, gorgeous. girls. Please tell me more often um, to make up for that. Um, no, so he loves me in other ways, and he loves to surprise me and stuff. And he just can't believe how stunned I am half the time. He booked us a trip to Montreal and I was like in the app, um, the Airbnb app. And he just was like, didn't you see that trip? I'm like, no, it just like, I don't look for surprises because I wouldn't want to be disappointed if I thought I saw something either. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I was wrong. But yeah, he just says, I say that, but I'm actually stunned, which is true. I like um, search for surprises and never find any. Oh, <laughs> I search for them. And then when I find them, I'm so mad that I did ruin it. Hmm. I can't wait to remind Heidi later that she loves surprises. Um, but yeah, <laughs> and, and now I think, I think my kids love languages. Like if, if you ask Brooks, like what's his best memory of his life? He says it's the night like four years ago when I played Nintendo with him and he just couldn't Aww. believe that I, I died every two seconds. Cause I was so brutal and I never played video games my whole life. And I played with him one night and it was the best night of his life. And I really should recreate that night, but I hate video games so much. And so that's something too, is like, you have to get over yourself. 
to love right. people. It's literally like a sacrificial thing. Like mm-hmm. Colston, my youngest, he is, could touch me. Like, I swear he could like cocoon, like a, I don't know, a kangaroo inside my pouch and be with me all day. Like it would be his favorite thing. He just has, he loves to be touching you, kissing you, playing with your hair. Like he's such a toucher. And so, because I love touch so much, I snuggle him all the time. I, I, you know, it's so easy for me but it's harder for me to go sit and play video games. So I think a lot of it is like getting outside your own head and being like, Oh, like I love these people. So I have to show up in a way that reflects that because it's like, if I was to ever hope that it would be natural, I'm just so lucky that it's natural with Colston. Right. But right. Brooks, and then for the people, yeah. Well, for the people it's not natural within the people that we love differently, we just have to think what would resonate with them, even though it's like outside of, like, it's just so natural for me to think, like, if something happens to someone, I'm going to bring them something to make them feel better. Like, my neighbor was sad yesterday. I brought wine over to her house, like, immediately. It was just like, I'm oh going gosh. to Mandy's. I'm going to bring her wine. be my neighbor? Yep. <laughs> I know. It's true. As much as I'm always like, oh, this is weird, or I still feel, like, awkward after, like, 14 years of being together, like, always holding hands or, like, kissing me or something like that. I still, I totally, completely make the effort to, to do it because I know it makes him feel good and that's what I want him to feel right so I know it takes a little yeah. bit but you just have to be intentional if it's not your love language mm-hmm. I love to be kissed in public oh, I think that's like the best oh my gosh you enjoy hold my part. hand kiss me in public tell me I'm pretty bake me a cake bring me a bottle of wine I'm all of them too I'm the same as you guys now <laughs> like who was I kidding I was totally wrong and I should say the the receiving gifts is I was teasing you because I think it's so funny that you guys are the same but no that's not um materialistic because it's it's about like my mother-in-law's love language is gifts and I have to say she's she's so thoughtful She's so, so thoughtful. She does the sweetest things and she goes over the top and she just spoils everybody. But one of my favorite things, and this shows how it's not mine, but how much I appreciated it. I, we weren't married and I needed pumpkin spice. I was making pumpkin pie and I was like, oh my gosh, I've never bought pumpkin spice before. And she was like, oh, and all of a sudden she wrapped up in wrapping paper, the little tiny square metal box that you could buy at the store of pumpkin spice and it was just like and then gave it to me and it was so cute and like I love that I loved it it was probably cost her three bucks but the fact that she wrapped it and sometimes it's the Mm -hmm. the intentionality of how you present it to someone right like um so it's it's that kind of stuff where I love how people who wear gifts as their love language, I love the intentionality that you feel when they love you. Yeah. That, I think it's really special to be loved by somebody when that's their love language. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Okay. What would you rather, chocolate or flowers or a card? A cupcake. No, chocolate. No, a cupcake. <laughs> Honestly, I would rather, I mean, I wanted a chocolate, a salted caramel at that. But I would, I would, I honestly, it is so important for me. And this has been a thing throughout our marriage too, that there's always a card with the flowers or a card with the presents or a card with the thing. Cause I guess I also want to know what you have to say. So <laughs> for me, for me, it's a card and I save them and I read them and I love them and mm-hmm. it's the best. I'm the same. Oh my maybe, goodness. Maybe that falls under like words of affirmation or whatnot, but they're always and so many people are like, oh, cards are such a waste. They're, you know, five, six bucks. It's just such a, like, such a waste. But I'm like, no, it is like my favorite thing. I agree. And I have to say too, my husband is not a man with a lot of words all year long. 
but every card he gives me, like Valentine's, Mother's Day, birthday, whatever, it's like he could have his own section in Hallmark. Aww. Like he is, he is so, so expressive in his thankfulness. He does it for his, his parents. Like he does it for his family too. He's just, he's so good at that. And he knows I like absolutely love it. And just like you, Amanda, like I save it, but like mm-hmm. the girls, even the girls at the office, it's like a big joke. Like if I get a birthday card and someone just signs their name, I'm like, sounds so childish. I'm actually mad. Did you actually just bother? I'm almost more insulted than if you forgot. Totally. Ah, so and dumb like for though. Us, we just have a contest for every occasion who can find the dirtiest card. Oh, so that's kind of funny too. So funny. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't even like cards. I mean, I do. I I keep them. I always like tear off the front and just keep what they wrote. And I do like that, but I'm like, save your five dollars and buy me a Starbucks and just tell me what you would have written. Mm. <laughs> oh, I've, I remember how we decided a few years ago we were going to tell people what we were going to put in their cards. Yeah, I always just have. I just ask people for verbal cards now. I'm like, buy me a Starbucks and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> but it's it's funny because I'll do that. I'll be like, and it's always my joke, and I'm like, oh, I didn't give you a card. Here's what I would say, and then it's like, <laughs> it's so funny to me, but it's so incredibly awkward. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, verbal cards is like not a good idea. Oh my goodness, that's face. all I want it's funny. now. Verbal cards? Yeah, because I feel like what am I gonna do with this? I have so many cards. So many. I do actually like going back and like sometimes looking through them, but I have like a pretty good collection of them now. So I'm like, just give me five bucks and tell me what you would have written in it. <laughs> my brother for Christmas this year sent me uh just out of nowhere a Starbucks gift card. And it was like the best surprise. It was so unexpected. And then my sister sent me money for a bottle of wine. I'm like, my family just gets me right now. I just loved it. And those are so fun. I love when you don't exchange gifts anymore and someone gives you a gift. I feel like it's the most exciting because it's unexpected. Yeah. See? Right? Well, and the problem now too is with every card has freaking so much glitter on it these days and we're not allowed glitter in our house. I'm like, well, I have to throw that out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So is Valentine's day more for men or women? I think it's for women. Yeah. I think more women are about it. I know a lot of guys who could just pass on it. It's a lingerie or something like, yeah, they like the lingerie, which I get, but I'm like, I think for women, a lot of it is if you're in a relationship that maybe you aren't feeling loved or you don't get the appreciation on a daily basis in your relationship, it's like one day where the man has to like step up to show you that he does love you or treat you well or take you on a date or I don't know. I'm not sure. I think more women. I think it is like that, like commercially for sure. I think that everybody should just celebrate it as like a day to be thankful for whoever you love. Like just a nice reminder. Oh, that's Thanksgiving. I yeah, we already and have, have a day to buy it. I like always am so excited for Valentine's Day because I used to always go to this cupcake store and buy like everyone I knew a cupcake, but they shut down. But oh, I, I did love cupcakes from like Crave in Edmonton. Oh my god! I know, and I feel like Valentine's oh. is like the perfect day, and I'm not alone because the lineup used to be like out the door. But it's like a day to go buy someone a cupcake. 
that's a, my sister sometimes when we lived in the same town would show up with like and she makes awesome cake and she would show up with cupcakes like frosted beautifully she would buy a cool box like at the dollar store and brought and just like she it's one of her favorite holidays she loves to surprise people and take them cupcakes that's what you should do yes you should take your friends cupcakes this year That'd be i think i will i think i will now i have some time to plan it out i'm doing it act surprised technically you have four days from when this episode airs <laughs> i know but i know i know <laughs> You better get on it. Well, I'm in lockdown, so I should have plenty of time to make cupcakes. Okay, so what's the best date you've ever been on? Now, are we allowed to use ex-boyfriends or just our spouses? <laughs> our spouses listening to this? Just kidding. We should, well, you do whatever you want. You don't have to say names. Oh, fair enough. But I think John will know if it wasn't what he <laughs> Wait a second. When did I'm I like, do that? <laughs> this was my best date. When we were... At NBC, and what's so, that like, hiding? Ryan, oh, our the when we met at Bible College. Like I met Ryan the first day of Bible College. So then, yeah, after he dumped me two, after he dumped me twice, then when he really wanted to date me, then he took me on this date because I love like lights and like looking at like Christmas lights or just any lights. So he took me and took me to like somewhere in Edmonton. I don't know where it was now, but and we just like could overlook the whole city skyline and we had pitas up there. I remember you know, that I loved... date when you did it. Yes. The ledge I know. Grounds. I don't think it was the ledge grounds. I feel like it was like by there, but we like could oversee like the whole like all of Edmonton lights. And we just like sat there on a blanket and had pitas and like just yeah hung out. And then when we got engaged, he like did that again, but here. So he like had it all set up in the coolies and we like walked out there and we could see all the lights of Lethbridge, so it was a little different. But then he, like, had the exact same meal that we had. And the only difference was, this is so funny, in Edmonton, when we went on that date and we had just first started dating and he didn't even have a vehicle at NBC, member, I was, like, the only person that had a car and everyone just drove my car. And so he was driving my car and he wanted to stop and get pitas, but he didn't want me to see what he was getting. So he was put a blindfold on me. But then he was worried that, like, someone would walk by the car and see me in a blindfold and be like, oh, no, she's kidnapped. So he made me go in the <laughs> trunk. He made me oh lay in the goodness. trunk. Oh, I my gosh. Been, that's so funny. Like, good thing he was a decent guy, imagine. So, anyway, I was in the trunk of like, my own sure, car. I'll get in. It's for a date. <laughs> Are you getting oh, me a gift? So then when we did it, when we were married or getting engaged, he didn't – he had it all set up. So he didn't have to blindfold me and put me in the trunk. But, like – on a side note, when we lived in Edmonton in dorms and would always drive around like with a hundred people in my Cavalier, because I was like the only one that had a car, I always had to ride in the trunk, and like that was completely <laughs> insane. And why were I, was I always in the trunk? You're the smallest. Oh my god! Me in the trunk. Anyway, it was a really nice date, and like that was nice. And recently, like we went to Kananaskis for like a weekend and went to the Nordic Spa and. That was fun too. So those were some of my favorite dates. Amanda, what about you? It's hard to live up to being put in the trunk of your own cavalier. <laughs> I should have gone last. <laughs> we like say everything's a date. We're like, oh, do you want to go on a date? And we'll like get dinner and go to the liquor store and look at all the booze. And we're like, okay. <laughs> like look at all the new stuff. Like we do that all the time. They're like, it's date night. We went to the liquor store and Swiss chalet. Oh, funny. Oh <laughs> Gross. Um, okay. Jonathan is so good at planning good dates. Good dates, weekends away, and I'm like the most stunned. I never expect anything's happening, so it's easy to pull the wool over my eyes. 
he took us to the mountains for our first anniversary and blindfolded me for three hours. So I do have to say, oh. he like put McDonald's French fries into my hand because that's how much he loves me and understands me. Um, but yeah, I had a blindfold on for so long that I was like, where are you taking me? Like Vancouver? Like you can't take me this far. But yeah, it took me to the mountains for our first anniversary. But my favorite Valentine's, there was this like ghetto pizza place like in Edmonton, downtown, where you like have to kind of hold your purse when you're walking there. And we went tobogganing at Connors Hill and then went for pizza and wine. And I drank like half a liter. And it was just like a super fun, chill kind of date. And it's one of my like absolute favorite dates. And yet he'll be like horrified because it's not fancy and not, you know, but it was just, it was outdoors and I live to be outdoors and it was fun and it was pizza and wine. Like Oh, I loved it. It's one of yeah. my favorite Valentines for sure. Although he has done a lot of really nice stuff over the years. That's the one that stands out. The best date, I feel like one of the best dates we've ever been on, I actually planned and I called it the date of wonders. So I'm sure you, you guys Ooh. probably remember because I planned it, but you dress up like Aladdin and Jasmine. <laughs> you wore Esme. Arabian Nights. No, I, um, oh, no. I like woke him up with breakfast in bed and we went for massages. We went to the shooting range. We went on an airplane ride around the city. We Ooh. went and then I like had packed his favorite um, lunch in the car and we went to Fort Edmonton Park and had lunch in the car. We went to a dinner theater in the evening. We were actually like so exhausted because the date started at like nine in the morning. And uh, I called it the date of wonders because we did like a whole bunch. It was like a bachelor. It was like a bachelor date in Edmonton. Oh yeah. So oh, that's um, fun. That is. Fun. That was a pretty fun date. And I did, I planned that one, but we do talk about it all the time. Like that was awesome. And it was a surprise for him. He thought it was kind of cool because it was, you know, a gift, but. But it was well, quality fun. time. Quality which is time. what he'd want. It was yeah. quality time. Totally. That, that's super fun. And my perfect date, I have to say, take me hiking and then for like fish and chips. Like that literally would be my, Heidi's like, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> I'm like, did you say date or punishment? <laughs> I do. I like anything outside. I just, I want to be outside. I love to be in the woods. And that's why living on the island, like that's perfect now for us. Right. Because that's the kind of stuff that's totally. really easy to do. But yeah, like take me hiking and then take me for, you know, beer and fish and chips or something like that just makes me yeah. so happy. Oh, that's I so totally funny. Love like my my like best kind of dates now are just like sure sometimes we can do things outside if it, like is is the time of year to be outside if it's warm but like I just love being able to like go out for some amazing cocktails just sitting and talking mm, yeah. or even if you, you can do that I love going to like hockey games or um, when you know COVID life is normal I love just like going out and doing things like that together which is so fun or like honestly having like an amazing dinner at home just a bottle of wine I just love to do that together like just have a couple of drinks and just chat for hours it's like my favorite thing oh totally I was it's funny because when you said what's your perfect date then I was like okay so let's start with like dinner at a really fancy restaurant and then we'd probably go shopping for a while and then to a movie <laughs> and then stay in a really fancy hotel with a hot tub and then in the morning wake up and go for breakfast Ryan was like mm -hmm. holy your perfect date is like a thousand dollars I'm like totally. mm, and it's with us like, well, yeah that's, <laughs> that's what, like what we would do <laughs> I know and then he's like I'm like what would your perfect date be he's like I don't know maybe like a hike and dinner I was like oh, oh my but gosh this I is think, so funny I know but 
it's funny because my favorite things to do with him now are like ordering food and like eating it together totally. like at night and having like a glass of wine and just like just hanging out that's fun like we just like enjoy being together and having fun we don't have to like do something fancy and usually we can't because we don't have a babysitter but yeah if I could like it was funny because when you said your dream date I was like basically picture something on the bachelor and Ryan was like okay and then after we're finished paying for that in three years (laughs) (laughs) it is it is funny though because it's like yeah it's that is what are those dates called on the bachelor Aren't they like the fantasy dates or whatever? The overnight dates. My dad wanted one an overnight. (laughs) Like, is he going to give me a key? That'll do overnight date. (laughs) But you know, the other thing is, I was thinking about when we were talking about these Valentine's dates was, um, I used to like when we were dating. I was like, yeah, you need to have a reservation at the nicest restaurant. I was. You better bring me a gift, and you better dress up, and like the whole thing. And now I'm like, oh, come hell nor high water, am I standing in line for some? restaurant with bad service for valentine's day like it's the worst day to go for dinner yeah ever we always celebrate valentine's day on like the 15th or the 16th when there's like not so busy and we we can get a babysitter i'm like no buy a really wicked cut of steak we're cooking it at home having our own Mm -hmm. bottle and it's the best you know what is funny though I know. Yeah. I think it's just because we are, and because we're like comfortable in our relationships or whatever, like it's, we can mm-hmm. just enjoy, like we went away for that weekend and the most fun that we said we both had is we got takeout food and took it to the hotel and sat in the bed and ate, ate it while we watched like a cheesy Christmas film. We're like, this is the best. No one interrupted awesome. us. We ate good food and we were in bed. Like yeah. it was so nice. <laughs> I totally agree though. Like we were in Tofino this weekend and even so much is shut down, right? That you couldn't really eat at restaurants the same way, but that was like our favorite thing. And it was the most relaxing time ever, right? Oh, it was yeah. just hanging out together, eating good food and relaxing. And oh, there's just nothing better than relaxing and food. I know not having to get dressed up and stand in a line or totally. Out. And don't get me wrong. I still love fancy restaurants, if you will. Like I just love yeah. culinary and I will. culinary goodness. Yeah. And yeah. I still like, I mean, sure. Fine. You're going to convince me to wash my hair. You better serve me food for sure. <laughs> but I still love all that. Just like heck no on Valentine's day. Uh uh-uh. Oh my goodness. Totally. We always do um, now, like for our kids, we always take them each out on like a date. So I like take my boys out on a date and Ryan takes Kensington out on a date for Valentine's day. And like, um, that's become something that we do every year. And then last year we went on like a family date on Valentine's day. And then Ryan and I did something on a different day. So it's like perfect. Cause then we get to spend time with our kids. We get to teach our kids like how you need to treat someone right? like on a date. And like Myers knows now how like, yes, it treat a woman. Well, he's Aww, five. So I'll, I'll keep telling him. him. I know. Um, but then, and then we get three dates. It's like the best. <laughs> We get to go out for dinner three times, but yeah, we never go out on actual Valentine's Day, mostly because we never think to make a reservation in time or find a babysitter. And I don't even think you can have a babysitter now with COVID. We have to mask up. Okay, what's your <laughs> what's the most romantic movie? I will go first. Oh yeah, my gosh, go ahead. I can hear the family hooting and hollering. The Oilers obviously just scored. Amanda, did they just score? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Budweiser light just went off. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say they I'm like tied I tied it up. I hear some hollering from downstairs. My favorite movie is probably something like Sleepless in Seattle. 
or mm -hmm. you've, you've got mail. And it's because I do love Meg Ryan, big fan. She's like quirky and she's oh, just herself. Well, what happened to her? I don't know. I Googled her a while ago, but um, she's probably just made a lot of money and she's hanging out somewhere. But she, but in what I loved about those is that's kind of how our relationship started. Jonathan's friend, Cole, and my roommate, Chelsea, introduced us. And um, we chatted on Facebook. He like poked me, you know? Just so funny. <laughs> he poked me. So I like poked him back. And then we started chatting and we chatted for like two weeks and we probably had like 16 pages of messenger messages in the two weeks before we met. And so I think something about those movies where they don't know each other, but they communicate ahead of time and they have this kind of like relationship and curiosity. I just love those movies. And it reminds me of how our relationship started. So I have to say those are probably my favorite romantic movies because it's not like it's not physical. It's just like them knowing each other's hearts, kind of. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My favorite ones are not. What was the one we saw together, Amanda, that I like couldn't leave the theater because I was crying oh so my hard? Goodness. Was, like, Mandy Moore. A Walk to Remember? Walk was it that? Oh yes. my gosh, that was the worst. I like was like sobbing in the theater. So not those kind of romantic ones. I like funny romantic ones. like Where someone doesn't I, die. I yeah, like you, me, and Dupree. I don't even know if that's romantic, but I think that's a really <laughs> funny movie. Amanda's like Twenty One Jump Street. Wait. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I do. I'm with you, Heidi. I love those like romantic comedies where it's like real life and that happens. What's something? Yes, just go with it. Just go with it. Like I yes, love that. Those movie. are my favorite kind. That's why I said you, me, and Dupree. Because like, like, like funny ones where they like fall in love. Yeah, and like 50 first dates or even like yes. some cheesy ones that I do love. Obviously, yes, with Channing Tatum, like the vow, because I'm like, she loves him, even though she forgot his memory, which is awesome. You see his butt yeah. naked butt in that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that as fast as I can, because I was so excited to say that. For classic romantic movies, I totally still love Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. So good. Yeah, but they oh, died. Tragic the romantic. Tragic. It's too sad. I always like a funny one. You know what, though? My favorite, when I think of, like, a romantic thing, like, not, a movie didn't come to mind, but a book did. And have you ever read Redeeming Love? Oh, my friend about the, Oh, Francine the story Rivers. of Hosea, Michael Hosea. Oh, so No, good. but I should read it. It was just, like, 550 pages, so I think I looked at it and was like, just kidding. I know. <laughs> yeah. I <was> like... <laughs> You'd, You'd have to have like a bachelor of science to read a book that fast. <laughs> I have to make a public apology on this podcast today because today is actually January 13th. And I aired an episode where I talked to a mom who homeschools her kids and she is an engineer. And I believe engineers to be the smartest of most people. And I insulted all teachers on that episode. And so to any of my teacher friends listening, Heidi's offended. Heidi's husband is also a teacher and I just think engineers are really, really, really smart. I don't think teachers are stupid. And I am publicly apologizing. Didn't I apologize for something else too, Heidi? No, just that you else happened today. Oh, no, it's fine. I choose not to be offended. Offended is a choice. What was the other thing I offended you about? Oh my gosh, just that you thought that I would hardly be able to do the insanity workout. You know, oh, I have been I, working out. You've been working out for three months and insanity yeah. is like P90X. Like it's... No, it's worse. It's horrible. So for those listening, I told Heidi this morning that like, Heidi, I work out all the time and I can barely do insanity and you you'll die. Do it. You'll die. <laughs> Because that's the honesty of this friendship. So may you all have friends that you can be this honest with, offend, and then apologize and ask for forgiveness because that matters, okay? 
And I'm over here just trying to do sit and be fit. <laughs> Honestly, none of this insanity shit. <laughs> and I'm not editing out your swears. You can come Uh-oh. out here. I'm going to get a little explicit, a little E on my podcast. Okay. This is Amanda's um, picture. Amanda said, what advice would you give to someone who doesn't have a Valentine? And she says, Tinder? I don't know. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what to tell somebody. Like all the ladies, like when I was young, like your time will come. If you are patient, he'll show up sooner. All those stupid things people would say that made you want to kill them when you were in your 20s. But how would you, honestly, if you were single right now, how would you literally meet someone in COVID life. You like can't go out, can't go for coffee, can't go to the bars, can't go to like, you can't even go to church and meet someone. You can't like all of the areas of life. Like, you know, for people who are single or who don't have a relationship, who want to be in a relationship, it would definitely be a tough go right now. Like definitely you'd have to rely on anything, technology or the internets to see if you could. The internet. Okay, grandma. The web, the worldwide web. The worldwide web. I do agree though that that would be like, the girls at my office, a lot of the women are single and you're totally right. Like none of them have been like, they, they were all dating off and on and stuff before this happened, but yeah, no one's dating anyone now. Yes. It is weird. I feel bad. I'm so sorry. My condolences to all the people. Cause that is really, well, I guess you just have to celebrate whoever you do love, even if it's not a lover. Totally. I'm just celebrating hope- my love for tacos. You're going to probably celebrate your love for your cat. That too. <laughs> I'm going to bring everyone a cupcake. I love to foil my staff and I, years ago, they didn't really like me yet. I'd only been there a month, but I brought everybody Lindor chocolates, like the individual, Ooh. like heart. I bought one for everybody. And then I had an extra one and I gave it to the homeless guy that looks like Bradley Cooper. We have this guy oh. in our town. He's like, so hot. I'm always like, meow. And I opened the window and I gave him <laughs> chocolate. I did. And I'm always telling the kids, I'm like, that's the man I gave chocolate to. He's so nice. He's so He's sweet. like, lady, next time, can you give me a burger and he's like why aren't you giving me money but anyways I it also said like be mine on it so I'm probably we're probably in a relationship um so yeah so last things of the month what is sweet and salty and what's saving your sanity so my sweet has been well I mean it was just Christmas so I'm still thinking about that and I love Christmas and I love Christmas so that was pretty sweet and but um you guys are all thinking valentine's day now so my sweet was that my sister-in-law showed me this box of wine that you can get for a pretty decent price at superstore and i can't even say the name of it because it's french it's v something like la vie something anyway this matters to everyone listening can you go look okay. at the box or it's like a wine they serve at earl's i think it's called like i just don't want to butcher it. it's v-i-l-l-e v vil def but i think you say v def I don't know. I think it's French. Anyway, it's a box of wine. It's a pretty good deal at the superstore liquor store and it's awesome. So that that's what's sweet this month is that box of wine. What's oh, salty. Oh, what's salty is, oh my goodness. Oh, I live in a town that's windy. I know that. But today it was so windy that it knocked out the power at every school in Lethbridge. And I had to go pick up my kids from school at like 1045 because every school is without power. Like, it was so windy that I almost couldn't open the door to get out of Myers' play school. So it gets windy here. I know that. I know. But that just, wow. You know, I've had my trampoline fly away before. It didn't today, thankfully. But I almost could have lost a kid in the wind. You could have. 
Little I Grady know. better hang on. No kidding. Know. He kept saying, so windy, so windy. I'm like, I know, Aww. baby, it's, it's bad. So that, that was pretty salty today. Oh, yeah, with saving your sanity. Oh, well, maybe that same box of wine. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, saving my sanity. Well, I'll tell you what isn't, is that insanity workout that I attempted today. But saving my sanity is... I'm just having a fun time with like my family right now, even though we're like, we're kind of, you have to kind of be isolated right now again, of course, but we're having a fun little family time and doing lots of stuff like going outside. We've been to the mountains skiing quite a few times in that. I know you're doing the same amount of that saving my sanity right now Mm -hmm. in the mountains. Totally. That's mine too. So my, what's saving my sanity is definitely the weekends right now and being able to hit the hills and go snowboarding for the weekend we've gone I don't know three or four weekends in a row and it's just been like such a good like exercise and just good to be out and we've had such good weather right now that it's not even been cold on the mountain so that's been saving my sanity for sure what's sweet and salty I would say what's sweet is I got an air fryer for Christmas and yes it's awesome for those of you who don't have an air fryer it's unreal I literally put veggies in it I put wings in it anything and it honestly takes like no oil or a smallest amount of oil possible to make anything super crunchy. There, uh, honestly, I wasn't hooked on these, but I love it. So that's been and how and sweet. like what one do you have? The Ninja from Costco. We would invite 99. the Ninja to sponsor the podcast if they're interested. Yeah, right. Ninja, Ninja, if you're listening. Oh man, I want to get one of those if it's not too big to store. Yeah, no, they're they're a little bit big on the counter for sure. I mean, you don't put it on the counter like stored on the counter, but it is quite big. I say it's like double the size of a coffee maker, but um, I mm. love it. It's the coolest thing and it's amazing. What's been super salty is I just spent all of Christmas, mostly two and a half weeks straight of eating Ferrari Rochers and Nutella for breakfast. Mm. And so I've had to stop that and it's kind of been a little bit of a chocolate withdrawal and that's been really salty. Yeah. Oh, I agree. With that. <laughs> I agree with that. I'll start with my salty and it's vulnerable. My salty is, um, so I'm now the Vancouver Island sales manager for Western Financial Group, which is five offices. And that's, I had two offices before and now I directly manage three, but basically we're kind of, um, my partner and I are kind of splitting up the island, but we're responsible, the two of us for five offices, but it's just really overwhelming. And I noticed my insecurities coming out like really bad where I like, just feel like a loser. Like I can't do this. I, you know, like, and it's, I don't like to ever operate out of my insecurities. So I'm trying to like call it out and shine a light on it instead of like living out of those. Um, that's got me salty. And then, um, but it's like, it's like a good thing and I'm thankful, but I'm also salty. I'm, I'm actually interviewing a lot of people. I always pray about who I should have on the podcast. And I'm interviewing a lot of people that have had sexual trauma in their life. And so I'm now doing some research and the research just makes me want to die and hug every woman in the whole world. Like it's been really, really hard on me. And yet this is people's real life experience. And so, um, it's hard to, it's hard to immerse myself in it. And yet I do feel like for me, for interviewing people, I feel like it, it matters that I do this kind of pre-education for myself. Um, but what's sweet is the NHL starts today. And as much as I don't really care about sports, 
I love how hockey brings people together. And um, we did a family draft the other day and I'm already excited about all my players and they're called mom's babes because I usually just like pick who's hottest, mostly starting with Sydney Crosby who already scored a goal today and got me a point, which is awesome. Um, and oh my, my gosh, my family is so happy. Like the three of them are just like, they're chatting about everything. And I just, I love how it brings men together because women come together so easy and men don't the same way. And so I love the joy that a sports team um, brings. Mm -hmm. So I love that the NHL is starting today. And obviously that means that I get to like go bake in my kitchen and no one talks to me and I get some time alone a little bit when the NHL starts. And then my mom and dad are staying in our suite and it's sweet. It's so fun having them here. So it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's going awesome. And I love having them here and that's like super, super fun. So I just don't want them to ever go back to Alberta. So Aww. that's, that's my sweet and saving my sanity is like, I don't know, coffee, coffee, always. always, you don't even have to say that. That's just a given. That's a given. And maybe I'm doing 75 hard again. And maybe that's saving my sanity because I already like felt like I failed and started over. Um, but I think that I just, I love being committed to something like this or else I'd just be like sitting here drinking wine and eating chips all the time. So, and I didn't eat on this episode. This is the first episode I had, I, my sister was like, you keep eating on the episode. It actually sounds gross. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll stop eating popcorn on the episode. So didn't eat on this episode. So you're all very welcome. Well, thanks ladies for another great episode. And uh, I hope people are going to be intentional and thoughtful about how they love their people this Valentine's, whether it's their kids or their spouse. And I hope you do something fun, even though COVID wrecks everything, find your own creative way to have fun this year and keep it affordable, but make some memories. Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Well, that was so much fun. Thanks so much for being here. Please click subscribe, rate and review this podcast, share it with everyone you know, and I will be back here next week with more stories, more courage, more vulnerability, and just a little more Jody to brighten your day.